How you doing? We giving away a, we having another giveaway. If you um if you joined us the last time, you'll know how this giveaway works. We give you one um mystery word, and then you DM us on social media our mystery word. With that being said, this time we're giving away ten free digital streaming codes to the movie Nobody, mm. and you have to the twenty fourth to um DM us the mystery word and we'll say it at some point throughout the episode so be listening with that being said i'm gonna read the synopsis basically sometimes the man you don't notice is the most dangerous of all emmy award winner bob o- odenkirk <laughs> stars in the hutch mantle and underestimated and overlooked dad and husband taking life indignity indignities on the chin and never pushing back a nobody when two thieves break into his suburban home one night, Hutch declines to defend himself or his family, hoping to prevent serious violence. His teenage son, Blake, is disappointed, and his wife, Becca, is, seems to be pulling further and further away. So remember, to listen to the episode, we're going to give you that, um, the mystery word, and then you DM us on social media. Hello, you're listening to your favorite podcast, Not Another Sports Podcast. And before we start our episode, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the fans who've been supporting us to this time. And if you're a new fan or just now listening, uh, make sure you subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and at Twitter, N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Now enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Not Another Sports Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. I'm here with my co-hosts, Kevin and Jordan. Yo, what's up? This is Kevin. Yes, sir. And this is Jordan. Yes, sir. And we are back for another episode. With that being said, check out my shirt. Shout out to Miss Carissa, Every Girl Shines. Yes. With that being said. And shout out to my HBCU, TSU, Tennessee State University. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, you got nothing you want to shout out before we kick Kick off here? Nah, I ain't mentioned my barber yet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. With that, being, next week. with that being said, we're gonna um we're gonna start off like we do every week with something positive. My positive thought this week is a quote. Don't allow how people treat you to dictate how others how you treat others. So man, with that being said, basically just learn how to love through everything, no matter what. Just treat people with respect. That's basically it. Yeah, with that being said, what y'all got positive this week? Um, for me, I guess what's positive for me this week is that um I see a lot of maturity in myself this week. Um, it's a lot of things that's going on that people may not know, but I feel like things are heating up, and I just feel like the devil doing things to kind of alter you off your path. But this week, I have shown good maturity and didn't let any negative things um, influence my mood. Or get me into any trouble. Amen. Yes, That's sir. what it's all about. Uh, my boy Roy hit another home run. He's up to 18. Okay. Um, still on that NAVP oh, yeah. pace. Uh, we got to win games. No it's cap. upsetting that we were up 3-1 to one in the game in the top of the 10th and did not win that game. But <laughs> we're not too far back from the Mets, so we still got the division. Um, it's possible. Um, so I feel like if he can keep it going, then we can get – Waskar Manoa back soon. We should be good. I think we should be getting Soroka back, not anytime soon, but he should be getting reevaluated within the next week or so. Yeah. So that's good news. 
It's always good to hear. And shout out to Zion in action. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. Yes. Um, if you didn't catch that, that's our mystery word, action. <laughs> so yes, remember to DM us, DM us on all our social media platforms. So, um, with that being said, we're gonna start the weekly recap. Um, we're gonna start with the second round of the playoffs. We're gonna first kick it off with the 76ers and the Hawks. Um, I mean, last, if you listen to last week's episode, none of us expected Joel Embiid to play. I don't think the knee injury was as serious as they was making it out to be. Because if it was really a torn meniscus, he wouldn't be able to do, uh, like he wouldn't be able to laterally cut. That was the that was the big thing we were all saying last week. Because so. Kevin, um, what's his name for the Hawks? Kevin Hunter. Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter. No, not Herter. Um, Hunter. DeAndre. He got the same injury, and I think he's done for the season. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. And he's a monster if he really do have one. Right. I think uh, Hunter's injury a little bit more serious because he got to have a surgery. Yeah. I mean, I, I have heard when they say um, if you play through a meniscus tear, you you can't necessarily make it work. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean, I've heard that said in multiple playoff runs before, but. I still think um, I still think the Hawks got a chance in this series. They just gotta uh, make shots. One, um, Trey Young, he's cutting down on his number of three point attempts, but he's getting his points, but they're not really efficient. You know what I'm saying? He having to work for them. So I feel like if they can, um, well, one, Clint Capella got to stop missing dunks at the rim too. Um, when you get those opportunities, you can't. Uh, clank it off the backboard but yeah um, like I've always said the key to win the series is making shots well, how y'all feel about this first series um, I I was really picking the Hawks because I thought DeAndre Hunter would be there to make a difference he hasn't Ben Simmons hasn't been Ben Simmons for real for real but I feel like he would have done a good job on Tobias Harris so him being gone has been a big difference not only on defense but he does score a lot of points on offense um i don't think uh trey young can do it by himself um bogdan bogdanovich and um kevin herter have been hitting some timely shots but that's still not enough um john collins is a decent second option but he's not like a great second option so i don't really trust them at this point to make it more than five games um i could see six maybe but i see like five being the limit i if they do if they do it would have to be winning game four yeah game four is a must win but i do i think um blue will got to play better in the second half he played pretty good in the first half but they were so far behind like in the second half he just he came out and was just missing shots so when trey young is not on the court they got to have another scoring option. Yeah. I mean, but we saw this last year with Lou Will in the playoffs. He's not that guy anymore. So, I mean, I don't know what we all expected. I'm not necessarily – I don't even think they expected him to be that guy. He just he, – when he's in there on, with the second unit, he has to be um, better than what he was. He played pretty decent in the first half, but – I know, but that's my point. Like, he wasn't that but the guy first last half, year. you only made two shots. I mean, <laughs> he wasn't that guy last year. He that was his same role last year in the playoffs. Missed shots. That's what he did <laughs> That's what against the. Uh, he wasn't really that good against the Mavericks, and he was basically unplayable against the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Hey man, I think um, they also got a. I don't think. Well, this series exposed that they also need a big man because it's a lot of one possession, um, one one shot possessions they have to. Like they'll go up, jack up a, a okay shot, and then um, Philly out and running because they got numbers. I think I think Philly just figured them out. Um, game one is always a fifty-fifty, yeah, fifty-fifty game. Is anybody's games a fill-out game? But um, I think I have Philly in six um, due to the fact that they're bigger, stronger, they're better on the defensive end, and they have more star power. Trey Young is an up-and-coming star, but Joel Embiid is top four in the league, and Ben Simmons is not far behind, even without a jump shot. And he's like Jordan said, haven't even been playing like Ben Simmons. Last night he played like Ben Simmons of the usual All Star that we've seen attacking the basket and stuff. If if he do that more consistently, I don't I see a lot of teams struggling to beat them because you can't beat Ben Simmons going to the hole and you can't stop Joel Embiid at all. And for the most part, um, everybody um, been contributing. Even Dwight Howard had twelve points last night, and Curry had thirty in game two. Um, Trey Young went one for seven in game two. And game three, he shot better, but he only took six threes and made three of them. Um, I think they just figured him out. I told Jordan before the series that Ben Simmons can lock Trey Young up. He said he didn't see that happening. Ben Simmons have been locking Trey Young up. Ben Simmons is the best defender in the league. I told you before. I didn't um, say I didn't see that happening. Will said that. I said that I didn't see them putting Ben Simmons on Trey Young which they didn't in the first half. And they needed to from the jump. And when they did that, the series changed instantly. So um, I don't think it's going to lighten up. Ben Simmons is just physically dominating Trey Young. Um, even though Trey Young is still getting him in foul trouble, it's doing doing his justice because everybody else is still making shots. So yeah. Philly yeah. in six, like I said. <clears throat> I mean, I don't think it's going to necessarily make a, a difference in this series, but if Philly is to move on. Um, ben Simmons got to start making free throws too. And also, Thibault and Milton has also been coming in playing defense on Trey Young and playing defense on um, the, uh, the supporting cast and actually doing well, locking Kevin Herter and um, John Collins up. John Collins had a good game last night, but for the most part, Philly been locking them up. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to move on to the next series, Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Um, I feel like Game three shows that this series is over, bro. How how, how often are, um, Kevin Durant and um, Kyrie gonna shoot that bad? Like, I, the score was thirty to nine at the end of the um, first quarter. I looked up; it was thirty two to twenty six with like six minutes left in the second quarter. I'm like, bro, yeah. If if they continue, if that's y'all best shot in a must win game, then yeah, it's over. That's my take on it. I think um, Brooklyn in five. Um, Giannis went one for nine from three, I believe. One for eight. One for eight from three. Wow. And they still won the game. I think they have a recipe to beat Brooklyn if they go out there and execute it. I just don't see Milwaukee going out there and actually executing it for the next, what, five games of the series. Mm-hmm. Four out of the next five games, I don't see that um, because 
Giannis can't shoot and Drew Holiday is not scoring. He's playing great defense and he did come up clutch the other night for Milwaukee uh, with a key basket. But here's not, he's not giving much on the offensive end. And Chris Middleton is Chris Middleton. He's gonna go out there and get 22 points, 20 points, but it's not really uh, impactful. It's like Andrew Wiggins numbers. I don't know. He needed. They needed uh, every bit of Chris Middleton 27 in Game Three. Yeah, but Giannis scored 40, I believe. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like all his, but literally all his, a lot of his buckets came in the first half. Because once they start, I don't know what it was. They just stopped running and started letting Giannis run the point. Like uh, that's what happened on that possession when um Blake got the hell ball when he um this this but when um. Giannis backed up and tried to run at him like he was like they was doing Oklahoma drill. But yeah, um, if they continue to try to let Giannis, if if they don't, um, it's cool when they're in transition to let him control the ball. When y'all actually have y'all point guard, I mean, we all actually running half court offense. Why don't you get a ball to your point guard? But see, he has to do that because Drew Holiday is not getting, it's not scoring. Like I said, like. It gets when the supporting cast is not doing anything around. It kind of takes. It goes right back to Giannis ball dominating the ball, doing the little linebacker drill to the goal, and Chris Middleton doing little mid mid middleway fadeaways. Like they're a two point team. They're restricted. That's why it looks like they're getting points, and you know it's high scoring because they can get to the basket. But you know Kyrie, KD, and everybody else just come down and shoot threes. And they can't stop that. And I don't see why not because I picked Milwaukee to pick, win this series due to the fact that they're a top four team offensively and there was a top team defensively. But it just seems like in the playoffs it just don't come together. And this was the per- perfect opportunity to catch the Brooklyn Nets because they don't have James Harden and it's just KD and Kyrie. But they they stole game, th- game three. Um, let's see if they can get another one. If they get another one, then they can probably – who knows? Upset. But if they lose the next series, next game is over with. You said that they had the recipe to beat them. What would that be? Defense, perimeter shooting, and supposedly a superstar in Giannis. They have not played the great defense that they played in the um, regular season. They have not. They haven't made shots. You know, game three counts, but it was still a close game on their worst night. So that's not very. Um, that's not giving too much to me to believe that they can beat Milwaukee. I mean, beat Brooklyn now. Now, I do believe Philly can beat them if they do that, and they have a higher chance to do that anyway. Because if Milwaukee beat Brooklyn, I would have picked Philly anyway. Yeah, Philly. I mean, it's got to be a better matchup. They can shoot better. What, Joel what Embiid is actually the person that Giannis should be. Yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much agree with Brendan. I feel like this series is over. I said seven, and I, I don't think it's going seven. I could see six at the best, but it's looking five-ish. Um, yeah, I was pretty much right about Drew Holiday. He's decent on defense. I won't say great, but he's playing. He's doing a good job. He's holding his own. He's not locking down anybody. I feel like a lot of them are just missed shots, but um, – they're not scoring, so that's the objective of you playing defense. So you yeah. gotta give him that. Um, but like Kevin said, he's not doing anything on offense. Um, Chris Middleton is Chris Middleton. Um, I've been trying to tell y'all this for like three, four years. He's not it. He was a all star by 
the same reason why Kyle Corver was an all-star. If you're on the best team, somebody's got to go with him. Um, <laughs> I feel like um, – what was I going to say? Oh, I mean, yeah, he did hit some big shots at the end of game three. It wasn't like he was just scoring off his 15 points in the first quarter because he did have 15 in the first quarter. He did um, he did hit two big shots at the end, but then he did airball once KD was on him. So now there's that. Um, <laughs> and then one more, everybody was talking about who's going to take the last shot, and we all found out. It's Bruce Brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then got cooked on defense, too. That's crazy. I sent the text in the group chat, and I was like, why is Bruce Brown doing Kyrie work? Amen. And they didn't understand it. Hey, man, he was open. He was, but I don't think you should be the one taking that shot in that situation. He was like, um, I can't the remember. The clock was running down. They had that, the the pass was thrown away. I think so the whole was, setup was thrown off. I think it was Jalen Rose that said it. It was like um, when Carlton had the ball in, <laughs> against, uh, when Will was supposed to take the last shot. It was like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, luckily I saw, it was against the Bucks and not someone like, Philly, Utah, or Phoenix that it can actually do damage to them. Right. I mean, it was um, Joe Harris was wide open for a mid-range. He was like 18 feet, but he ain't been missing. So, even if he does pass it, you can't just say, oh, he would have made it. Cause he was missing. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we're going to move out west. We got um, both both of these <laughs> two Western Conference series um, are either 2-0 or 3-0. I think I would. They ain't gonna say it's gonna go. They ain't gonna say Utah and um, the Clippers gonna go three zero. But kind of looking that way, man. <laughs> nah. Man. D Mitch been eating, bro. I think I, I think um, Kawhi can get one. I feel. I, I know you can get one. I feel more confident in the Clippers winning a game than I do the Nuggets winning a game. I agree. Yeah. But I, I don't think it's. I mean, of course, I don't think it's gonna be a sweep. I think they're gonna get one in LA. But is it gonna be the first one or the second one? That's my thing. Yeah. I think I when think, it goes back I mean, if, it, if they go down 3-0, then no, I don't think they'll win. Mm-hmm. I think if they go down 3-0, it'll be sweet. But I think <clears throat> with the pressure, especially since it's not like they got to go on the road and win. So, yeah, I feel like they can get game three. Mm-hmm. Now, if they can win game four, that's a different conversation. But I think they can go ahead and get game three. Because, I mean, look at how Milwaukee was losing. Nobody thought they would win game three. So, I mean, I feel like it's pretty much the same thing. Plus, And I usually give that team, the home team, an advantage in game three because that's the first game back. Like, right. nine times out of ten, they usually come out with some enthusiasm. Right. Not last night, not the Nuggets or the Hawks, but, you know. Right. Plus, um, what was that? Last last round when they lost two to the uh, Mavericks. Mavericks, everybody said that they were done. So, I'm not saying that they will go out there and win it, but I would. I would bet that they would win. I'm not willing to, unless somebody wants to. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna go out to Vegas and bet. You know what I'm saying? I ain't jumping off the porch. I feel right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like they're capable, but it depends on which Paul George you get. If Reggie Jackson can keep hitting threes, then I feel like that would help. Marcus, Marquise, which one? Marcus. Marcus, Marcus Morris got to hit his threes again. Um. They got to give Rondo more minutes. I don't understand why they traded for Rondo and played him zero minutes. Because he's not that Rondo that everybody kept boosting up. He's better than Pat Bev. These are facts. 
Fat Bears be tripping, y'all. I mean, <laughs> shout out to Rush. Um, I, I think they both give you the exact same thing, though. No. Pat, Patrick Rondo Beverly give you gives you, you nothing on the offense and barely anything on defense. Rondo at least plays pretty decent defense and actually helps on offense. I say he could, yeah, I about to say he can orchestrate the offense. He's not gonna give you much. I mean, that's not you don't you're not expecting him to go out there and score fifteen, but he'll give you a good seven to ten. Sometimes he's inconsistent now. It's not over. Hey man, he did it for us last year when we needed him. Yeah, but that's last year. This is the new year. I mean, I understand that. Oh, I understand all that. I'm just saying. Now you understand that that's last year and this is this year. Team gets sent home and now it's just two years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Uh, this, I think this um, Phoenix series, I'm willing to say it's, it's over. Yeah. 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 Yoki's got his MVP. They're like, bro, what we got to play for? Like, <laughs> no, nah, I just think it really showed that they were missing Jamal Murray. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean Devin Booker been cooking, so we we've been saying that all season. And I guess I'm. Are we willing to say Chris Paul is healthy again? <laughs> He's healthy I, enough to get done what he needs to get done. How about that? He can shoot threes again. I never said he was unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> he broke his shoulder that one game. He ain't right, broke his shoulder. Right, right. And LeBron messed up his shoulder. It's all he, three rings. He did. It yeah, was man. it was looking spooky for him, and they. They bounced back. So okay. his shoulder hurt. His shoulder Ain't not that hurt. Ain't that what no Luca did? Said his shoulder was hurt. Amen. I think that's what they all do. His, no, he said his neck was hurt. His neck. He had a neck strain. Yeah. Everybody got something in the playoffs. <laughs> that's, that's my point. <laughs> when they win, in, they one hundred percent. But nah, I think, except Jokic. Yeah, he take his L like a champ. Okay, no I I say that I definitely was going back and forth. I remember asking in the chat. I don't know who I was picking this series. I had faith in Phoenix, but I didn't expect them to be up 3-0. I thought Denver would show some fight. Um, I'm not – back to the injury thing. I'm not willing to say that Michael Porter Jr. is hurt. I just think he's missing shots. Yeah. <laughs> like, Man. I don't know, bro. Like, I, and Aaron Gordon isn't helping at all on offense. Score four points in game two. Yeah, that's not it. That's not going to cut it. Um <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like, like I said last week, this could be the time when they realize that Jamal Murray, um, that they missed Jamal Murray. I thought it was gonna, they was going to be able to put up the fight one more round, but I guess not. I do like Phoenix, though. If I had to pick right now, I would probably say uh, Phoenix in the finals because they look good. Um, I don't know. That, I, I can't, like, can't go that far. I feel like Phoenix and Utah going to That's going to be a series. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a series. Best one of the playoffs. Right. Probably. Yeah, so. I feel I, like, um, I don't know. I, I don't like, know that Brooklyn and Philly series gonna, might be. We'll get to it. We'll I feel like that. that um, I feel like Philly, I mean, not Philly. Uh, Phoenix has too much scoring off the bench. Like, right. I feel like Gobert can neutralize Aiden. But I don't know if. Donovan Mitchell's going to have enough with him to outscore campaign. Uh, but they got the sixth man of the Crowder. year. Jordan Clarkson going out there getting 24 a night. Mm, they got Ingles coming off the bench. You're not wrong. Bogdanovich. No, Ingles. That's if Mike Conley. No, Ingles. Actually, Ingles in the starting lineup, I think. Right. That's Into if Mike Conley, Conley come back and be this Mike team. Conley. I don't know. This team it's nasty. It's going to be a series. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm going out. Rex O'Neal. I would, if you had to ask me right now, I would pick I mean, but then again, say you I wrong. said that. I said that when uh, AD first got hurt. When I said, if um, when I said that I'm not picking uh, the Lakers anymore, and Penny asked me who would I pick, I said I would pick Phoenix. 
I like I've been liking them for a while. I just had to see how DeAndre Ayton looked, how Crowder actually plays, if Devin Booker would step up, all that, man. I I like what I see from them so far. They actually they are performing well. I give them that. And Chris Paul has made a great impact on that team, but they are kind of benefiting with the Lakers being unhealthy. Jokic not having Jamal Murray. You know, mm-hmm. that's going to come. That's gonna. I'm just going to be real because that's going to come because they did that with the Warriors and stuff. They're going to look at it and they're going to be like, yes, this is a young team. They performed well and stuff. I mean, I get but then that. they're going to look at the Lakers was unhealthy. Nuggets was, was unhealthy. They were winning and then I, if they, the Lakers got unhealthy. I'm just saying they, um, they can criticize any championship. Last year, our championship don't count because it was in the bubble. It was. That's what they do. I'm just saying, like, I just, hey, here, we got to let it be known because we're going to hear it and then we're going to, you know, before we we hear it, we call it out. Yeah. I mean, I I understand that. I just feel like I'm looking at it. I saw what I saw. They were, when they won game one pretty decisively, even though the final score won't say it. Mm -hmm. Um, AD went off in game two and game three. But it was not like they just ran away with the game. He, um, AD and LeBron hit some clutch buckets at the end. So it's not like they were just completely outmatched. Yeah. And then in game four, before Anthony Davis got hurt, they were up by like 15, 20, something like that. So. I'm just saying, you know haters going to hate. So you just got to call it out. Yeah, I feel but, it. but for this series, I'm a Jokic out there by himself, man. Um, game two, he had 24. And only two players had over 11 points, and that was Michael Porter Jr. and Paul Millsap. And then Paul Millsap turned around and gave you, like, a donut in game three. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but meanwhile, CP3 is going out there in game three, giving you 27, 6, and 8. Booker, 28, 6, and 4. And Crowder had 14, 8, and had 10. And Bridges had 10. Um, Jokic can't go out there and do it on his own. But you like I said, it's not his fault. And then Jordan told me earlier, he's like, mm, a little bit. But then when you t- go and check the stats, it's kind of his fault a little bit. He did shoot one for six um, from three um, the other night. Yeah, he was passive in the first two games. Yeah, and Aiden. Especially when Aiden was on the, the bench. He was he got in foul trouble game two, and he did not take advantage of that. And I told you that was going to be the difference in the series, but he didn't do it. I do believe he's the MVP of the league, but I believe all of this, he might be getting burnt out. He just gassed. Hey, man, I told you. He took him to a high. Was, I told you. He was going to win the MVP, but he's not the MVP. No, nah, I think mm-hmm. it's Steph or Joel and the B. But, I, would call, I would say Joel and B. Hey, man, this Steph. was a perfect attendance award. It, it's it's at least six people. But y'all did, y'all did, make, but y'all did make the case for him because y'all did say. I, say, I told I mean, you when we had the conversation what was going to happen. I told you at the time I would not pick him for MVP. At no point in time did I say he was good enough to be MVP. I'm saying. All I'm saying is he did what he had to do. He played every game. That's commendable. But you shouldn't be MVP just because you play every game. But from like last week talk last week discussion when we I was getting we when Will was here, and he said uh, he succeeded because he got into the third place seat and they was in fourth. I mean, so yes, that, I told you him. that was gonna happen the same day you said that they was gonna fall to six. Okay, so that's in high. That's cool. That's cool. But look at their schedule though. Like look, like you always say, who was they playing? They wasn't really playing nobody. Plus, it was. It's not like they didn't have Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. to win some regular season games. Let's yeah. be real. It's not like he was out there by himself. Man. So. I, I 
I give him credit. I definitely put him in the top three for MVP, but definitely not mm-hmm. as the winner. If we doing it injury free, I would have him probably six or seven. But that's a different conversation. Yeah, I'm that's but that's the only reason why I'm saying that because I'm not doing the hypothetical. I'm just doing yeah. how the season was. I'm of doing, course, of course, if everybody was healthy, he wouldn't be the MVP because everybody would have played majority of the season and showed yeah. they was better than Jokic. I'm going off best player, like. I know what our definition of MVP is. We did that in the segment last episode. But <laughs> I'm saying I would um, – if we're talking about best players, I wouldn't put him in my MVP race. Like not, not even top ten? I would have to think about it. But off the top of my head, I would go like players, uh, Kawhi, KD, uh, LeBron, Harden, uh, Chris Paul, Steph. That's like five right there. Uh, Russ, players. Mm-hmm. Russ. Um, Luca. Luca. Be Mitch. Mm, Dame. Mitch. Dame. I guess I could give you Dame. He did have that little stretch. At the beginning of the season, he kind of cooled off at the end, but he he definitely got them back. So yeah, I would go Dame like players. Yeah, you would say Joel and B. Players. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah I mean, say Yeah, I mean, but look at his team though. <laughs> what? Look at the the help that he got. It's, I'm talking about like, but because think about it, KD and KD and. Uh, James Harden both missed significant amount of time. So it's not like they were just leaning on each other the whole season. But uh, Joel Embiid did have Ben Simmons uh, all these other role players to lean on most of the season. So, I mean, yes, I would have him in my top ten above Jokic. I mean, they like, did. Simply they did start losing when skill. he was hurt, though. You're not wrong. And then they picked it right back up when he got back talking in. about skill for skill, yes, I would have Joel Embiid over Jokic. But, yeah, he would be Towards like the bottom, like eight or nine, nine or ten, something like that. I mean, I, did you disagree with any of the other people ahead of him? <laughs> nah, you're right. Hmm. Any more thoughts on the um, playoffs before we move on? Mm. Hopefully, the, the conference finals is more entertaining because it's kind of been looking poop. Yeah, it's <laughs> been a watch the first game of the night, then go to sleep. Yeah, yes. like it's not even interesting. <laughs> that being said, before we um, wrap up the weekly recap, of course we have to talk about the Women's College World Series. I want to give a shout out to Odyssey Alexander. She was the pitcher for JMU. She was the first um, pitcher to lead an un- unranked team to the Women's College World Series. And she's black. Black queens doing black queen stuff. Goat-ish. Yes, ma'am. Anyway. <laughs> Um, with that being said, um, my Crimson Tide almost got to the um, to the finals. We lost to Florida State twice. Um, but shout out to Montana Falcons. She threw the fifth no hitter in college women college World Series championship. I mean, women college World Series history. And her idol was in the um, in the crowd. Jenny Finch. I remember watching Jenny Finch when I was little. Yeah. But how y'all feel about the women's college World Series? Any thoughts? It was cool. I um, I didn't watch a whole game of it, 
I caught bits and pieces of them. Most of them were on while I was at work. Mm. Um, but I did catch the end of the Georgia-Oklahoma State game, I think it was, the first round. Mm-hmm. I want to say uh, Justin Fields' sister hit a double to tie it, or I can't remember exactly what happened. But I was listening to the end of it. And then I saw um, when Alabama played UCLA. No, yeah, it wasn't UCLA. Arizona. No, it was um, it was Florida State, the second game that they lost. Yeah. When they had the rally going, mm-hmm. and then the girl tried to go from second to third, and yep. got the third out. Yep. What is the what is the number one rule? You when don't you get the first or the third out at third base. I'm, I just don't get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is a rally killer. You had the heart of your lineup coming up. Um, you just took the bat out of the hand. You never know what can happen with two outs don't get the first or third out at mm. third base. Um, but yeah, I feel like it was pretty cool. Um, like Brennan said, Odyssey, Alexander was out there doing her thing. Um, only thing I didn't like, like I said during the MLB playoffs, is that they played back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back to back to back. And it's a little bit harder in softball because it's only one pitcher. It's not like a pitching staff. Mm-hmm. So, so. You usually have two. But you, but I get what you're you, saying. You have one main pitcher. Right. You have like a starter and a closer or something like that. Right. They might flip, but it's basically you're pitching every game. Right. Um, but um, yeah, it was cool. I, it was the first time when uh, two teams lost. The two first two teams lost in the first round, and they both made it to the national championship. Um, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Other than that, I didn't really watch it. I, like I said, I was at work, so it didn't really. Con- it conflicted with my schedule. Mm-hmm. I'm dead. I mean, I watched a couple of games. Um, I didn't really dive into this season. Um, but I seen the Oklahoma won the championship. Shout out to them. Yeah, it's um, their fifth, I believe. Right. Mm-hmm. They're doing their thing. Um, I was just watching some of the games just for sport, just for the love of the game. Um, I caught um. The young lady, I think that you're talking about, um, Odyssey Alexander, play for the purple and white team, right? James, James Madison. Madison, James Madison, James Madison. That team sounds familiar. Did they do something in the NCAA tournament before? They, More than likely, they did, and they also, um, they were when they were D1 AA, they um, upset uh, Virginia Tech. Facts, yeah, they were like number seven. They got my boy, and they won the national championship last year. Look at what, look at my boy with the knowledge. Hey man, <laughs> but yeah, sports podcast. I was able, <laughs> I was able to catch couple, um, couple of her games during the tournament, and it was just nice to see. It was fun to watch. I didn't know all the history and background to it. Um, I watched games with the sound off. So, dang, Shannon. <laughs> I said I don't want nobody to think I got my thoughts from them. I thought these thoughts up myself. Yes, I just strictly just watched the game. All you hear is music and my son talking in the back. Hey, what's going on? Can't get enough of Not Another Sports Podcast? Well, you can follow us on social media at Not Another Sports Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast on Twitter. And keep up with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. We appreciate y'all support and y'all make sure y'all subscribe. And back to the show. Hey, we're going to move on to our Genius for BS segment. Shout out to Coach K. Coach K is retiring after this season. 
and he was able to pick his replacement. So that's the genius of BS um, question. Do you think it's genius that they went out and hired a, a search firm just for them to say that Coach K is going to be able to pick his successor? I think it's genius that Coach K picked his successor. He hadn't been there long enough. He got all these accolades. He won all these national championships, won all these gold medals. Of course, he get to pick his successor. It's not how it works. How y'all feel? <laughs> um, how y'all feel about this? Um, it's genius. I don't. I don't see a problem with it. Uh, why wouldn't you want him to pick? Like, wouldn't you want the organization to keep going in his direction? Exactly. <laughs> I just that seems like a no brainer. I would hope whenever Nick Saban retires, shout out to his new contract yep. extension, by the way. But I hope whenever he retires, that he picks whoever is supposed to come in. Like, mm-hmm. I would trust his judgment over anybody else's okay I mean um, I think it's genius uh, Brad Stevens Brad Stevens came in and had them on the right track uh, he might not be the coach but he probably could be a good GM I oh, know we're talking about Duke Duke I'm yeah, sorry man. Coach K I'm sorry. That's the next one. That's, yeah. Good tease, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I heard you talking about um, stepping down and, okay, give him, okay. John Jire is the um, new head coach for Duke. Yeah, I was coach saying whenever Nick Saban retires, I hope he picks who's the next coach. Like ah. Duke is picking their next coach. Ah, okay. Yeah. So we're saying is it genius for um, him to pick his, the next coach? Yeah. Yeah, why not? It's like the same thing. Like, I guess – both of these topics go hand in hand. Um, is if you've been leading a program and you done had it for some time now, you, they respect your mind and brilliance, and you leaving a, le- a legacy and impact. Why wouldn't you be able to have a word or a say in who you want to continue the legacy after you are continue to build on what you established? So I think it is genius. Yeah, I'm just glad he gets his uh, farewell tour. Not many people get to plan that out. Mm-hmm. He gets to go out on his own terms. I might, depending on what the tickets looking like, I might go ahead to. <clears throat> they still play at McCamish. Uh, Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I might have to head to McCamish yeah. and see what <laughs> they're talking about. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not paying too much. Though. It ain't. It's, it's usually not that bad for Georgia Tech tickets. But you this is his you, last year, though. That's a good point. Yeah, that is a good point. Tickets gonna be. You can always work there. <laughs> hey man, that's how I saw him the first time. I don't know. I'm willing to do all that. Just for one game. Hey, man. Then I won't be able to see it. You will. Because y'all don't do it, bro. The only time you work is at halftime. Anyway. 250, too. Get a little 250. Maybe more. Not long. It depends. (laughs) With that being said, we're going to, since Kevin alluded to it, um, Danny Ainge is stepping down as the GM for the Celtics, and Brad Stevens is moving into that role. I think it's a good concept. I've seen it work, like, in, in, I'll say, in New England, for instance. Um, Bill Belichick, um, the book stops with him as far as um, personnel decisions. He gets to pick what players he wants, who, um, what position they play, and all that. It, he is the, the head coach, the general manager, all that shit. So it's a good concept, but... Um, I've also seen it in Houston where Bill O'Brien had that same um, that same amount of power, and you saw how that went. So, I mean, it's a good, like I keep saying, it's a good concept, and I like, um, I kind of like the direction that Brad Stevens has the um, 
the Celtics moving. So I like. I, I think it's a G. Uh, uh, it's genius. How about y'all? It's genius because Danny Ainge is leaving. I can't say if it's BS or not because I don't know what Brad Stevens will look like as a GM. But it's it's good news. No one like a coach. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't the worst. I th- I, it's, I think it's genius. Um, from interviews with Jason Tatum, listening to them and stuff like that, they they respect Brad Stevens and stuff like that. Brad Stevens don't look like the type of person who's gonna get up in your face and yell and do the mo do the motivation like um, type things that a coach would do. Right. I think he just knows the game and has a feel of how to construct a team and the X's and O's. So I think a GM role would better construct them, uh, especially a guy coming from Butler before he came to Boston. And Butler in a college game, you're able to control things and piece things together how you want it and and actually show your skills as a, like a little mastermind of construction, I guess. Um, and he did that at Butler, made them a championship team, a championship per, uh, contender for most years, orchestrating, putting together a team, showing that he could recruit and coach. So I think he's going to do the same with Boston. You st- you coming into a situation where you have a, um, some picks, you have Jason Tatum, you have Jalen Brown, you can trade Kimball Walker. Like there's a lot of things he can do with the team. You could trade Marcus Smart. So I think he's coming in in the right, right position. I think he's gonna. I don't know I can't say Boston's gonna win the championship because it just don't you just don't know with them anymore. But I think he's not gonna be something that's bad for them. Oh yeah, I mean they got a lot of talent and just one injuries and then uh, inconsistency. So I mean I feel like they're gonna be they're headed in the right direction. Yeah, so. I just feel like Danny Ainge was a little overrated when he was there. Like he yeah. did, he did put that that uh, team together, even though. But it was more so the players kind of finally getting Kevin Garnett to want to go there. Because yeah. if he didn't want to go there, and then history like, would be different, right? We would look at Danny Ainge a lot different. Yeah. But I mean, he did get that good haul, but he didn't really do anything with it. All he got was. I'm not gonna say all he got, but all like if you would have said back then all he got was Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, people would have looked at you different. Right. It wouldn't have looked as appealing as the haul that he got. And <clears throat> I will give him this: he did trade um, with Philly, and he still got Jason Tatum when he could have just taken him at one. But he did get a little bit of extra picks. But it's not like he was hitting on those extra picks. So. I think Kyrie Irving really messed up the trajectory of this team. But that's but it. I that's think that was a I Isaiah Thomas and Kyrie Irving, them doing wrong by Isaiah Thomas and Isaiah Thomas doing the most <laughs> on himself to help them. But that messed it up. That's Kyrie coming fault, messed it up. They remember when Kyrie gave out the list of teams he would resign for. Yeah. Boston wasn't on that list, so why would you even trade for him? Like, I mean, because he didn't. He came there capping. You know, saying he that was know. after. I mean, of course he gonna say the the politically correct thing. He's there now. Like, why would he? Why would he go out there after? Right after he just got traded there and say, yeah, I don't want to be here. Nah, I think some people. You know, some people ignore the question. I don't want to talk about that. We're not going. This man went to the fans and said, I would like to come back here if you would let me. Now he didn't say forward. I'll be here. He said if you let me. They didn't let him. <laughs> they didn't let. By him. that time, they didn't want him no more. <laughs> I get yeah. Yeah. 
All I'm saying is that's we can't just blame Kyrie for leaving because he did say at before they even traded for him. That's like if that's like if the uh, Jaguars would have traded for Russ after he left the put out the four teams he wanted to play for. Like for what? I didn't say I wanted to play here. Like you knew where I wanted to be, so you just wasted your own trade trade asset. I guess you could, but yeah, it's their fault. But I, they did trade for him. You can't even. Yeah, can't even fight that one. <laughs> hmm. We're gonna move on to our goldfish memory segment. Um, the first topic is Simone Biles and the um her seventh U.S. Uh, national championship. Shout out to her. She um she has motivated a lot of young black girls to get into gymnastics. With that being said, the um entire women's gymnastic team is all black. Shout out to that. Let's go. Oh, yeah, that's no, right. Hey, hey man. Fact we check. haven't um that's not they haven't announced the team yet. That's so the, so they announced it on the twenty fourth. So what twenty seventh. So what was the picture of so what was they what, might have was, been qualifiers. Yes. So what was the headline? I don't know. I I sent you the what's it called? I got I you guys. Got you. Give me a second. But yeah, anyway, shout out back to Simone Biles. Hey man, um, she um she's a goat. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. How they don't be trying to give her her points for um. I, I got you, Brandon. Go ahead. I got you. All right. All right. Uh. This is not the Olympic team. They will only have four girls, and they haven't determined who yet because the Olympic trials are until the end of this month. We will more than likely have two black girls, Simone Biles and Jordan Childs. Ch- Childs. Childs. Ah. Yes, shout out to And the uh, information is from? Melba. Melba. Ah, shout yes. out to Melba. But the um, Olympic trials is on the 24th through the 27th in St. Louis. So the na- they've already had the national championship. The U.S. all-around trials. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Okay, I'm caught up now. All of the girls in that picture qualify for the Olympic trials. Okay, all right. You know how social media works. Exactly. This is why you have to fact check your things, bro. Yes, shout out to Tulsa. No cap. A resident gymnastics uh, expert. expert. Yes, Yes. sir. See, man, we got to get her on. Before we get our hopes up, we got to know the facts. Her and Baby Goat. But yes, we can have up to three. I feel like... um, Jordan Childs. No. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, Jade Carey. She's basically locked in her spot. So. Basically. Um, we could have up to three. Jordan Childs would be the second. Simone is basically locked in. Jordan, Jade Carey is locked in, but she's not black. So ah. We could have <laughs> up to three black women. Yes, sir. Hey, man. We we're going to get it done. For that. <laughs> hey, man. Yes, sir. Yes. Y'all are funny. Hey, man. <laughs> this is why we don't edit. At all. At all. <laughs> the real us. Every time. That being said, our next topic is the 12. They're proposing a um, 12-team playoff in the college football, for the college football playoff. I think, once again, it's a good concept. Um, the first, first round teams, the first four teams. Isn't yes. First four teams will have a first round bye, and um, anywhere from four to ten bowl games will get cut out. So I feel like, again, good concept, but um, 
this is where the talent difference is going to make a difference. You're still going to... I feel like, yeah, every so often you're going to have a, um uh upset, but for the most part, the talent difference is going to make it... Um, the talent gap is going to be too too widespread. Granted, I do think with all the... um How transferring is going, it's just going to be free agency, so... Ain't no telling now. You can have... Um, you can have a top 10 recruiting class at UCF. Who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, how y'all feel about this whole 12-team playoff idea? I can't wait to the day that sports um, do things for the love of the game, what makes the game more interesting, what makes things more fun rather than a money grab. Expanding it to 12 teams is just strictly a money grab because we all know that it's a big difference once you get from the top eight teams to the, the lower half of the 25. And you might have one of those really good teams in the bottom 15 or lower 20s that work their way up by the end of the season. So we already know this. So expanding this to 12 is just something we just want to – it's just dragging out games just for people to spend their money on this. And I don't like that. Um this should be stretched out to eight. Um, it's always those. We have a four-team playoff right now, and there's always the six, seven, eight spot around those rounds where we have those teams where we look at and be like, oh, they got, they got, um, they got uh, finessed, or they wasn't uh, given the right opportunity, or they didn't have a, a conference championship game, but they undefeated or something like that. Um, I think it definitely should be eight. We should get we will get the best quality football games and we will see who's the best team, I feel. Um stretching it to twelve is just pointless. We're gonna see a whole bunch of blowouts, we're gonna see a whole bunch of just Alabama beating coastal Carolinas type things. Like that's not what well, we they wouldn't make it to the second round. Yeah, I'm, no. well so we'll see coastal Carolina versus like what? Oklahoma State type stuff. Coastal you know what I'm saying? Coastal Carolina would have played Notre Dame last. Nobody want to see that. Notre like, Dame can't get in the playoffs unless they get in the conference, bro. I'm no, talking. they can get in. They just no. can't be a top four they seed. Can't. Now Notre Dame will fail. If they win. they would have been the fifth seed last year. Notre Dame should not be in the playoffs until they get in a conference. I'm, it's always the same thing. I don't. I mean, Everybody Big Twelve don't have same. a conference championship. Yes, they do. They do. It's the same thing. Oklahoma. It's the same thing as it was would have been two years ago when they I made understand the playoffs. That. All I'm saying is every time um, Notre Dame gets in the playoffs, they always get blown out. Get in a conference. But that's favoritism, though. Like, that's the same thing with Oklahoma. They don't have to do anything with a conference. Same I feel thing like with... they should have to play in a conference like everybody else. None of the other independent schools are anywhere like this, so we don't have to have this argument with I mean, the they other did... school, but... They did run in the ACC and still they, made the conference. Yeah, I'm saying. So. That, yeah, that's I mean, one still year. Made the yeah. conference playoffs. I, I mean, I feel like last year was one of their better years, but they still should have to play in the conference every year like everybody else. Yeah. They'll yeah. lose their um, NBC stuff if they do that, I believe. If they, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, like you said, it's money grab. They still had the NBC contract last year. Yeah, but I think that's because of. Oh, yeah, yeah, because the ACC yeah. just got a, um ACC network now. Everything was off. Teams wasn't playing nobody but the Big Ten and stuff like that. Yeah. So they had to join the ACC. Yeah, I don't really see a point in 12. I Like Kevin said, I was thinking like six or eight. Give like the first two teams a bye week and then go to six. Or if you don't want a bye week, just go to eight. 
I feel like 12 is too much. Um, nobody wants to see Carol- Coastal Carolina and Iowa State in the playoffs. Like right. They're cool during the regular season, but nobody really cares. Um, <clears throat> it wouldn't even – like everybody's talking about how it would – uh, even the playing field and make it easier for everybody to compete, but it really wouldn't. Like no. it would be the same teams in there still. Like Alabama would have been a top two seed every year except twenty sixteen, when they would have been a fifth seed, and they would have been playing UCF. We would have beat the mess out of UCF <laughs> and then play Ohio State. Nobody would. Like it wouldn't have even been a close game. I was doing a subject and people to get hurt. Right. And then, like, we would have been in the playoffs every year except 2019 when LSU won it. But if you sitting here, like, not even as an Alabama fan, if you sitting here just listening, thinking that Utah or um, <laughs> Memphis would have got in over Alabama, like, just for ticket sales, not nah, you, you Cincinnati. Exactly. Team mm-hmm. like those. <laughs> yeah, like, they're not getting in over Alabama. So that right there to let you know, like, it's not – nothing is even changing. But good news is it would have finally got Florida in. They would have been in three years. They would have been in 2018, 2019, 2020. Because we're consistently a top 10 team. But we're I gonna... heard three years. I didn't hear consistently. Amen. I heard three years. Amen. Amen. Florida on the up and up. I don't – let me not even boost myself up right yeah, now. Yeah, because you know what you, you do this every year. Every, <laughs> every offseason. We had a pre-show no meeting, and I, we talked about what y'all record would be. Let's not do that. We, yeah. signed, <laughs> we signed Dan Mullen. Oh, my God. Dan Mullen. Yeah. Best record was eight and four. I heard that from a Georgia fan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Uh, I could have seen them winning. What What's the the number eight from um from Florida last year? What's his name? Uh, Grimes. Grimes. He um he got cut by the Eagles, I think. Sheesh. Yeah. He, he he tore his knee up though, so it's not like it was. Georgia fans was on Twitter talking trash about how their second round um their number the do two of these people are in this picture. Are still in the NFL, and the other one is whatever Grimes. <laughs> one thing I will say though, I could have seen Florida make a run towards the national championship last year if they did have the playoffs. Maybe they would have played Iowa State at home, then they would have played Clemson. I think yeah. they. I'm not saying they would have beat Clemson, but they could have beat Clemson. I don't think Clemson was as good last year as everybody thought they were. Clearly, that dude yeah. would have lost. <laughs> yeah, and then y'all would have played Ohio State. Yeah, y'all could have put up points or something. I don't yeah. know though, cause yeah, I had, Justin, and I had a better defense. Justin Fields wouldn't have had the rib injuries, so it's not like y'all would have. Who would they have played? Ohio State would have played Texas A and M or Indiana. I, I don't know. I don't. I'm not saying Texas A and M would have beat Ohio State, but yeah, it would have. Indiana been almost game. beat them on the road. Texas A and M poop. Yeah. I'm, so no, I lost to him. <laughs> by then we probably would have got another Florida. We might have got another Florida Texas A and M rematch. Who knows? I we might get some interesting games. All I'm saying is the winners, of, whoever is gonna win, is gonna be the same. So if y'all are interested in these first and second round matchups, cool. Congratulations. I just need. I to, just know that Alabama at the end of the day is still gonna win. I just need these, these college college sports. Um, to do things for the love of the game and logic. And when you do things like that, money, money's going to come in when you do things the right way, to be quite honest with you. When you do things the right way, the money's going to come in. People are going to appreciate the true matchups of the best teams in college football rather than sitting in there 
<clears throat> having to be forced to watch a, a two versus eleven matchup or something like that is unnecessary. It's too much. Like it's not giving no nobody in these small schools hope. They gonna get a like Brendan said, a little upset every now and then, get bounced in the next round. None of these teams under the top eight will ever win a championship. I think the lowest a team will win will be an eight seed. Y'all were nine. Huh? Y'all were nine. <laughs> I didn't think when you said that matchups. I didn't think it was going to be Clemson in the second round if we if that was the case. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry. Y'all were seven. Y'all would have been seven. Yay! But <laughs> I feel like y'all could have beat Clemson. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not giving Clemson, you. I'm not saying that it would have been a win in the books because y'all lost to LSU. Yeah, I did lose to LSU because you wanted. You know, sometimes when I'm having a bad day, I go watch that that uh, highlights of that game. Just Boy, like this man life. threw a shoe. That bro. That's. <laughs> We was the most. No, I don't know what to bring up. Probably one of the either. best teams in college football what's, last year. What's the most more hurtful, y'all throwing shoes or y'all blocking each other? <laughs> throwing shoes because we have more to lose. <laughs> but see, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I I'm not saying that it won't be interesting. I love. I don't have a problem with expanding. I just think that 12? twelve is too much. Plus. It's too many games in the regular season already. Cut out the, cut it to ten if you're gonna do that. Man, these boys gonna stop playing, Nobody. and they're gonna go say after the SEC championships or something like that. They're gonna be like, I'm done. Nobody I'm going can, to the league. Nobody like like you. It's good that they're cutting out some of the bowl games, but nobody cares about the Arkansas game. Nobody cares you about. Have to play Arkansas. I know. <laughs> I get that, but I'm saying like, cut out some of them. I just, Nobody cares. I don't want to see us play Mercer, the Citadel. That's I it. agree. I agree. They should yeah. move this to eight instead of those FCS teams that Florida, Georgia, Alabama have to play. Like Jordan said, switch those matchups out. You got to put Clemson in there. You got to put Ohio well, State we do. in there. Well, we do that. Logic. Nobody else does that. No, y'all don't. You see, yes, we do. Other y'all days put Miami. Using, using logic. They, go. You got to think. That's how those FCS school programs Go yeah, look man. at our yeah, I know that's go how look they, at our home that's, that's how they build their school up. 2023. Look at our schedule in 2023. So y'all playing? Um, I probably I got you. Texas. We playing Texas in the game opener. That's what y'all playing. Then we just who who was that I was talking about that Alabama that was Will when they just got Keelan and Robinson. So yes, Texas not gonna be trash. And they got um, Stark as their head coach. You know where he came from. Then they're going to go out there and win 45 to 3 every But it don't matter. It's a home and home. What's y'all schedule? We Who y'all play? Some poop? Amen. Yeah. Got real quiet. I ain't say we ain't playing poop. You didn't y'all say y'all poop. wasn't playing poop. I wasn't how talking we, about Florida. How? Yeah, but you were talking <laughs> about us. What do you mean? You don't just get to talk about our schedule and expect me not to come back. Because it was in the midst of the conversation. What? What this topic? Anyway, any more thoughts on the twelve game playoff? Hey man, we got Texas and UCF. I mean USF in twenty twenty three. I can't remember what year it was that we played some five teams, but we got some five teams on our schedule. Okay. And uh, I know y'all ain't got no five teams. They five now. I didn't predict predict the team to be five Who six years play? from now. That's what I'm saying. Our schedule is made ahead Who of y'all time. Play? Y'all don't play nobody. You can't predict the future. You can't predict this team going to be good six years from now. We can, predict, good right we can now. predict that the Citadel going to be trash. 
every year, and y'all play them every year. You're not talking about Florida. Well, stop talking about us. <laughs> y'all the ones winning all the championships and stuff, right? So, I, I'm so why y'all don't play no five teams? We gotta build these FCS programs up. Now. Everybody gets they they um. I am real. I am realistic about my team. Everybody yeah, gets. Do. Everybody gets their highlights off of um. What's the cause? Off of Alabama. They strength of schedule come from playing Alabama. How are we supposed to get our strength of schedule? Hmm? Hmm? Everybody poop. Stop <laughs> Who do you want us to play? The Cleveland Browns? You want, us, you want us to play the Dolphins every week? Come on, bro. Be realistic. Name some teams we should play. You want us to play Clemson, Ohio State, USC every week, huh? No. Put them at the top. Nah, we supposed the we schedule. supposed to have the Harlem Globe trying to schedule, huh? <laughs> no, just put. That's them what the you want. You just <laughs> go around just farm, nah, barnstorming, is, huh? In his mind, we we got the Harlem Globe Whoever whoever team we whoever the number one team is that week, that's who we supposed to play. Huh? What are we supposed to play each other then? Because we always okay, we just team. scrimmage. <laughs> well, y'all don't play nobody. Just clone yourselves and play every week. <laughs> like, what do you want us to do? Hey <laughs> man. Right. With that being said, we're going to move on over to baseball. Um, I'm not sure if y'all saw the Garrett Cole uh, press conference, but that was one of the funniest press conference. Basically, he asked him, do he be cheating? And Garrett Cole said, um, I, what happened was, so basically he told on himself, um, there's been a significant uptick and then fall off of um, Trevor Bauer and Garrett's called spin rate. That's how they, they you know, baseball is a very analytic game. So mm-hmm. that's, that's one of those things that they measure now. Um, how I think Trevor Bauer's was upped like an extra 600, I think that's what it was. 600 RPMs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. From 20, what are, we're in 2021. So 20... 18, 20, no, 2019 to 2020. Yeah. In the shortened season, it was up 600%. I mean, 600 RPM. That's that's what you should know. When he was with the Reds. Right. When he threw the no-hitter. I mean, shutout. And he still lost. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, what the, the key is to get... They're using foreign substances. So, something called... Um, spider tech. Spider tech. And... Pine tar or a, um, rosin and sunscreen mixture. It makes it really sticky, and it, it gives you a better grip, and it allows you to hold on to the ball a little bit longer right before you release it. Release it, and it's harder to read the seams of the batter. So, um, why is that uh, a big deal? Because it gives the. They're saying it gives the picture a little bit more of an edge because it's harder to read like um, cha- uh, off-speed pitches. To answer your question, because we've had six no-hitters in the first six weeks of the season. And they want home runs. Yes. Yeah. Hey, man. I don't see... I mean, I can understand why people... If it's an under-the-table type thing, why is the issue? But I don't um, I don't see why pitchers can't have that um, ability. It's a way of a game, you know what I'm saying? Like, what... Is it really cheating? It's not steroids. I wouldn't you know have, what I'm saying. Like, I mean, they have analysts still equating hitting, it to steroids, but I don't think it's. I, I wouldn't have I'm, a problem with it if we didn't have everything else already slanted towards pitchers. Right. That being the shift and all this other stuff that we have. Right. So if 
they want to take it, if they wanted to put the balance back in the hitter's favor, then yes, control the pitchers all you want. It's at the end of the day, it's only six hundred spin rate. I'm not saying just go out there and do it all mm. all out like, but I'm saying like if if you're doing it respectfully, then have at it. But that added on to the fact that we have all this other stuff going on with the fact that there's all these no hitters and that they're excuse me it's the lowest batting average ever and it's the um like i said the shifts and the way that uh, batters approaches are like is it that impactful though like you think that little spider attack on the ball and stuff like that is that impactful? Maybe is, mean, is it the pitchers just being better and these hitters not being I'm saying as dominant? Is, they're I'm not on the roys anymore, huh? They're not as they not shooting up in their arms anymore. Is that what it is? Anymore, no. When was the last time you heard of a no hitter? I mean, all I'm saying, I think it goes hand in hand with both. We you might, you right, bro. You right. Have, but I'm just saying it goes hand in hand with both. The drop no off hitters. is also these people not there, were, there was a night where we had back to back no hitters, and there was one that went into the eighth inning. There would have been three no hitters in two nights. We yeah, haven't heard. He's still, we haven't seen a no hitter in two weeks. That's how long they've been doing the investigation. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. called? I'm not saying that they're connected. All I'm saying is it's kind of coincidental. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, like, nah, I think it, I think it's a. <laughs> All I'm saying is they connected. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Cole was lighting the league on fire. He has this. He's struggling now. He has this meeting, and he goes out and gives five runs in the first five innings. Yeah, man. Maybe um. Uh, Charlie Morton need to use that monster. Yeah, okay. Baseball will forever be a game of cheating, bro. I mean, you're not wrong. They just, it's just everybody gonna find a way to cheat in that game. Cheat it respectfully, right? <laughs> if, that was the thing with I the know, Astros. Like, if I know you're not, cheating, you're doing it wrong. Right. That was the thing with the Astros. Everybody still fine. <laughs> I get what you said, but it's like, dang, that's just how. That's the only game I know that gets away with this type of stuff now. And then it gets it blows up from one yeah. side. I feel like, yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to say, like. You can deny you can have plausible deniability with Trevor Bauer, but it's hard for me to to say that Garrett Cole isn't doing it. He's not told like, on himself. Right, yes. Even without that interview though, like I I remember when he was with the Pirates, he wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. Then he went to the Astros and his spin rate goes up all the like substantially. Yeah. <laughs> um and then it's not like uh, Justin Verlander was still lighting it up with the Tigers before they traded for him, and then he comes back and bounces back and has this resurgent career. So it's not like it's out of the realm of possibility that he's doing it. I don't know, Justin Verlander. Remember a couple years ago he was saying they was juicing the baseball. So yeah, I mean, how else to get somebody else off your back but to mm-hmm. throw it on somebody else? All these folks be cheating. So I just say, I me personally, let them do it. I mean, if you can regulate the stickiness and watch them throughout, you know, at certain moments and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? It's not cool to have it. Yeah, I just feel like you can't sit there. You're gonna baseball gonna forever be a game of finding hitters, pitchers, infielders, outfielders cheating in some type of way, whether it's juicing, medicine, trying pine tar. Hell, they be. I'm pretty sure they can find a way to cheat with the grass out there. Okay. So it's like. 
at this point, I think if you can't beat them, join them, but regulate it. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If it gets out of hand, then that's the problem. But do it respectfully. But back to your point, it, when you said, um, why would Justin Verlander say that they were juicing if he was cheating? The same reason why Trevor Bauer would call out Garrett Cole when he's mm-hmm. cheating. <laughs> so, I mean, if you he's doing it too. Exactly. <laughs> if what they say, you point the finger and three to point it back at you. The Spider-Man yeah. meme. Okay. <laughs> That's exactly what they were doing. And our last topic for uh, goldfish memory. Um, LeBron James decided to go back to number six. I said it was because he was out of the playoffs and wasn't nobody going to be talking about him for a while. So now everybody got to get his jersey. Um, Devin Booker is the last person to have the number 23 game-worn jersey. Random fact. But, um... Yeah, how y'all feel about Brian changing his number back to six? Y'all Miami fans. Y'all remember this six bar. We ain't getting that LeBron. <laughs> he was the number six. I'm glad Kevin said say, Miami LeBron was dunking over people, on people, jumping up, blocking people. That was probably the best basketball player I ever seen in my life in Miami. Yeah, like, I remember looking for the jersey. I couldn't find it, so I settled for a t-shirt. <laughs> no cap, I did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Like Kevin said, we're not getting that LeBron back. <laughs> as long yeah. as we all know that, he, we're good. He probably did that for the reason you said, Brandon. You know, LeBron is a LeBron is drama queen. He like like the attention. You know, get get people riled up. You know what I'm saying? You know, something new. I'm not in the playoffs this year, so let's see what else I could do. You know, change my number back to six. Everybody has been seeing all these memes and um, gifs and videos of LeBron. Transforming his number and him dunking and being like Miami LeBron. I'm like, bro, y'all do know this is going to be year 19 and he's gonna be 38, 30, yeah, right? 39. He's gonna be 30, yeah, he's gonna be 39. This is not 27 year old LeBron. LeBron Wait, is gonna, no, 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 no he's gonna be 36. Yeah, he's gonna be 36. So he's about to be 37. 37. Yeah, so like, I'm 36. <laughs> <laughs> like, LeBron is not gonna give you that. LeBron is if gonna give you the consistent 24, 8 and 8, and he's gonna. Make impactful plays, but that six, that most dominant player you ever seen in your life type player, we're not getting that. I think when LeBron retire, we're gonna look back at him being number six, whether it's in the Olympics or with Miami, yeah. and be like, "Damn, man, this man was like dominant." Like, I like looking back at people' peaks. That's when you can really tell like who they were as a person. Like, I don't even like, even like with Derrick Rose. I look at Derrick Rose right now and be like, "That's not Derrick Rose." That early year, Chicago was Derrick Rose. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was thinking when I said I'm 36. That video, that was when James Harden got traded there, and everybody was saying they was putting that team together to stop a 36 year old LeBron James. And then that 36 year old LeBron James lost in the first round to another 36 year old point guard. Mm. Hey, man. <laughs> that is crazy. Crazy. I remember the last time they said that when they put the Warriors together and then LeBron didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> that made, but also at that time they was fourth in the West and he went down. Hey, so. man. He came back. They were seventh in the West and then they went eight and 13 and lost to the Hawks and the Nets. I mean, the Kings. They was booty. Hey, but they were fourth in the West, though. <laughs> at that, when, at that hey, point, man. before he got hurt, that's. Came back and went eight and 13. They did. All I'm saying is. I, I agree with Brendan. What Brendan said, this was to get his name back out there. I think it was also to sell um, Space Jam, like mm-hmm. he did in his post game interview. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's cool. I don't. 
I don't have a problem with him changing his number. I don't. I don't really care. <laughs> like it's just a number. Right. Yeah, hype for the movie. Mm. I'm gonna go see it. Yeah. I'm lit. I will see. It. I think it's gonna be fine. I'm gonna go see it. I'm not excited. I mean, if I feel like my niece is gonna enjoy it, I don't think she really cares about LeBron James, but she likes. <laughs> Um, she, yeah, she likes she likes Space Jam, so I feel like she'll enjoy it. But I'm gonna watch it just to go watch it. I don't think it'll be bad or anything. I don't think it'll be better either, though. Yeah. I, don't, I like the concept of what they were going for. I saw the little thirty for thirty thing that they did. That was cool. <laughs> I got the WNBA in it. Yeah, that's all right. Hello, this is Jordan. You're listening to Not Another Sports Podcast. If you want to continue the conversation, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and on Twitter at N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Thank you for your support and back to our show. Before we get out of here, we always close with the pick the ending topic. This week's topic comes from Ron. Um, Who would you rather take, Justin, uh, Jason Tatum? Or Donovan Mitchell. I'm going to have to go with um, D. Mitch. Mainly because he got his team at the um, the one seed in the West. And it's still the consensus is the West is the t- uh, tougher conference. But, yeah. Um, in all actuality, they're kind of the same player. But um, I would just have to say. I don't know. Because Donovan Mitchell got a better team around him. So, you can't necessarily say that. Feel like they're it would if we were picking it would be one and one a, but uh, I'm gonna just I'm gonna say D Mitch because it's uh, where he got his team at. How about y'all? Um, I'm gonna say D Mitch. D Mitch has something about him. I I call him Dwayne Dwayne Wade 2.0. He reminds me a lot of a lot of Wade, and he has that um that like kind of like Mamba mentality. Like when it's the pressure and the lights get bright. He ready for it. He going to tell you, get the F up out of here. Y'all not on my level and stuff like that. And consistently go out there and dominate. Um, Jason Tatum is like that as well, but Jason Tatum is still growing. I think Jason Tatum has a higher ceiling than Donovan Mitchell. Not Needless to say, I think Donovan Mitchell could be the best player on the best team and win a championship. But that's still saying highly of Jason Tatum that I think he has a higher ceiling of him. Um, He's been on a couple of good teams, got to some Eastern Conference Finals. Um, but I don't think Jason Tatum is right there with D. Mitch with wanting to take it over, take the series over, take the game over, be like, I'm going to be the best player, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be the dog. You know what I'm saying? Jason Tatum is a great player, but Donovan Mitchell is the best player on the best team in the in the NBA. And every time he's been in the playoffs, he has been dominating. Jason Tatum scored 50, you know what I'm saying? But he has been dominating and consistently getting better. Yeah. <clears throat> um, when he first asked this, I said Tatum with no hesitation. Um then I thought about it. I was like, Donovan Mitchell really been putting in buckets since his uh, rookie year. He did, like I said, I say this all the time. I didn't really watch that Utah OKC um, series. I remember them talking about it on Undisputed. I want to say that that was their first year having Undisputed. But when um, Paul George was out there giving you five and a possible, somebody <laughs> was out there having to give. Uh, Russ buckets too because Russ did go out there and give him 44 so Donovan Mitchell definitely stepped up in that game um, he was good really the whole year um, and then like the only real bad series he had was against 
oh no it was against Houston I want to say two years ago he shot like 31% in the playoffs but yeah I'm saying all of this to say I would stick with my first instinct and I'll go with Jason Tatum mostly because he plays a little bit better defense and like Brennan said um, Donovan Mitchell does have a little bit better team yeah you yeah Jason does have um, Jalen Brown Jalen Brown that can go out and get a bucket whenever he wants. I'm not saying that Utah can't, but I have more confidence in Jalen Brown than anybody else on Utah's team. Um, it, but as a but see, that's another reason why I say D Mitch is uh, yeah. But, but I was about to say Jalen Brown. It's an argument that he's better than Jason Tatum. I mean, well, yeah, that's, that's an I, argument. We've had that argument several yeah. times. There's I, no question. But D Mitch is that guy on Utah. Yeah, but if we're saying just Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum versus all of Utah, then yeah. I would say Utah has the better supporting cast because they do have the defense in Rudy Gobert, and he's not, like, just giving you zero. He is giving you at least a double-double. Yeah. So, I mean, I would – for <clears throat> like I said before we even started, I they have basically the same playoff um, – Averages like they average both average like 48 49 percent from the field, um, like 35 36 percent from the three. Um, I would also say Tatum because he did take LeBron to game seven when he was a rookie, they didn't have Kyrie, so nobody was really expecting them to do much. And but the only thing I would push back on is last year in the bubble, they did have a prime opportunity to go to the finals and he couldn't get it done um he got the big block shot by bam that was kind of the turning <laughs> point in that series that was over with at that point yeah so <laughs> i feel like that was one on the silver platter where he should have at least got them to the finals but other than that i really like i said like you can take either one of them and not be disappointed with either one but I f- like you said, I feel like Tatum's ceiling is a little bit higher. You can build a little bit better around them. And I do feel like both of them could be the best player on the championship team. But, like you said, it's arguable if Jalen Brown is better than Jason Tatum. I would, right now, I would say no. But I would say it's possible, like, within the next two years, yeah, he will be. Yeah, because he's only... 24, 25, I believe. He's yeah, only two I years like, older than Jason Tatum. Yeah, I feel like Jalen Brown has more room to grow. I mm-hmm. feel like Jason Tatum is kind of getting close to what he's going to be. Hmm. Anybody, anything else? No, that's well, it. Appreciate you, Ron, for that, um, mm-hmm. that question. Oh, Shout yeah. out to Action again, the, the yeah. mystery word. Yes, yeah, sir. Well, that concludes another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. Remember, I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. Make sure you follow me on all those social media sites that Rob was there. And this is Kevin. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Vice City Kevo. Yeah. And stream how I'm coming. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. And this is Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at this underscore guy 11. You can follow the sports pages on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast. And on Twitter at N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Make sure whenever you listen to us on your audio platforms to subscribe, 
because we do try to do a good job of putting them on Instagram to let you know when there's a new episode. Yeah, but we do forget sometimes. So make sure you subscribe. That way you can get notified whenever we have a new episode. Yep. Thanks for your support. Yep. You can even uh, rate us on there. We would definitely appreciate it. Like, give share, us comment, and subscribe. No cap. Give us five stars. Yeah, and, all that. and make Greatly sure. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. We greatly appreciate all the support and love. Um, make sure y'all wash your hands, um, and keep your head up, guys. Wherever you're going, whatever you're going through, no matter what it is, keep your head up. Strive for greatness, and understand whatever you're going through now, it gets better. No, no kidding. Cap. And with that, go Gators. Roll, Roll time. time.